The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. Rend Lake Area Tourism at rendlake.com, a little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. Follow me and find contentment. Follow me to rippling streams. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Hello everyone, this is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Hello everyone, this is Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. How are we all doing today? I'm excited. The outdoors are still going on in the outdoors. Can't miss that. <laughs> Well, first of all, I just want to say, you know, welcome and thank you for following me into the great outdoors. And on today's show, I think we've got a pretty good run. Um, you know, we've been on the air here on ESPN for 25 years, and I'm very grateful and thankful for that and look forward to a long relationship with ESPN. But on today's show, we're going to have Officer Jacob Hosklaw from uh, the Wisconsin Conservation Officer. He's going to be talking to us about ice safety. Uh Part of the ice fishing and safety on the ice is under his realm, but he really is the ATV snowmobile guru for the state of Wisconsin. But he also covers ice safety, and that's what we're going to talk about with him. So I'm excited about that. Then we're going to be talking with Jim O'Neill. You know Jimmy from Midwest Outdoors. Crazy young guy. And he's going to give us all of his tips, techniques, secrets, and all things like that of perch fishing off of Chicago this winter. He just doesn't fish down on 87th Street with everybody else following the pack. This boy's out there fishing all over the place, and he's gotten some really nice fish I've gotten photos of. Just go to our Facebook page, and you'll see a couple of them uh, talking about today's show. So let's not pass that up. And then we'll have the Aiden Fishing Report and a whole lot more for you on this program. But before we change, let's go into a couple of things that are happening in the great outdoors. First of all, Madison, Wisconsin, uh, the Department of Natural Resources up there wants everybody who deer hunts in Wisconsin, whether you're from a resident or non-resident. The statewide antlerless only hunt is going on now to December 10th, and the antlerless only holiday hunt 
is going on from December 24th to January 1st in selected farmland zones, units. You need to go online and check it out to see if the unit that you're hunting and have your permits for are the right ones. In Illinois, I'm suggesting you just contact, not contact, but go onto the Illinois DNR website for all of the different deer hunting programs that are still open to hunt back into January. So that's pretty exciting about that. And pheasant, quail, and partridge. Partridge. I I love that word, partridge. Uh, In the northern zone ends January 8th, so it's going on now. And in in the southern zone, it's going on to January 15th. Don't pass that up. And, of course, from uh, wabbit hunting, you know, those Wascoli wabbits, we got till September. September, what am I talking about? We have till February, repeat, February 15th for that one. And those West Central ducks, there are, I mean, we're talking over 100,000 ducks are piled into that West Central Illinois area, Banner Marsh, Sangris Marsh, that whole area kind of like west of Springfield, a little bit southwest of it. A lot of ducks in that area right now. You may want to check it out. So remember, you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. And we just keep trying to make it better for you. (laughs) All right, let's go down with today's show. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. For only $14.95, big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live. Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For only $14.95, you get big issues of the best of the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. Their new take home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot, 
ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta, gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. This segment is brought to you by Diamond Ghost Charters. Give them a call at 847-838-2037 and get ready to yell, fish on! Somebody say, hey, we want some grub. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. everybody welcome back to chauncey's great outdoors and yeah i know we you know looked at the weather yesterday and it said 53 degrees here in chicago and you know down south it was a little warmer than that and you know michigan was a little cooler and wisconsin was also warm but it's starting to get ice and stuff like that but you know when we talk about atvs ice safety uh, all kinds of stuff there's the one guy i love to talk to is jacob halsclaw from uh, wisconsin dnr he's a actually he's the recreational warden he's also a game warden everybody but he's the recreational warden is his title uh in the state of wisconsin jacob how you doing buddy hey doing pretty good pretty good um i yeah actually used to be the recreational warden and i'm the off-highway vehicle administrator so like so my focus is pretty much 110 percent atv snowmobile so um that's kind of my my whole focus right now and yeah part of that is uh ice safety Mm, okay. All right, cool. Hey, uh, so, so you're, what was your, your title again? Off-Highway Vehicle Administrator. Okay. Uh, I was yep. going to say, could you think about a couple of tickets I got for Wisconsin? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. No, no. No, can't do that. All right, hey, but listen, let's talk about uh, ice safety because that kind of falls under you. I know that um, Wisconsin is the ice fishing mecca along with, you know, the Minnesota and North Dakota and stuff like that. But, you know, for the Midwest, everybody looks at Wisconsin to go ice fishing because there's so many lakes and ponds and big bodies of water to, to do this on. But, um, you know, really ice safety is you've you got to think of it. For, just because it's white and frozen doesn't mean you walk out, right? Well, absolutely. Um, really want to point out to folks that, you know, First and foremost, uh, we never really consider any ice 100% safe. I mean, obviously, the thicker the ice is, generally it can support more weight, but there really is no ice that's ever 100% safe because ice is always shifting, fluctuating, uh, and whatnot. And this time of year is especially, can be, be especially dangerous. You've got fluctuating air temperatures. Um, you know, your water temperatures could be fluctuating quite a bit, up or down, either way. And, um, you know, I get it. You know, ice fishing can be a blast. It can be a lot of fun. A lot of folks, a lot of folks get out there and get after it, but um, they really need to be cautious, especially this time of year uh, with the changing conditions. I mean, we have some waterways in Wisconsin that are starting to freeze up, some of the, you know, more still water areas with a little bit less current. Um, and I've even heard of some people getting out there and, and getting on the ice, but, boy, we really caution folks to, to be 
be super, super careful uh, when they're getting out there. You know, check to make sure that ice supports you while you're still at shore and kind of continually check uh, the thickness as you get out there. Um, some people probably know what a spud bar is, and it's basically just a long um, weighted bar uh, or a bar with essentially like a, a maul or an axe head on the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they can just kind of tap it in front of them. Um, those who have been on the ice quite a bit in their, in their lives kind of know that the sound of the ice changes uh, with thickness. And uh, so I would encourage somebody if they're, you know, new to ice fishing or they choose to go out on the ice, you know, maybe try to get in contact with somebody that's pretty familiar with, with the sport um, or getting out there on the ice uh, just, to, just to be safer. Yeah, and, and those are those are good ideas. So, you know, check with somebody locally. And, and don't, yeah. even if you see people out there, don't go just trucking out there to see what's going on. All right. No, no, yeah. no, absolutely. And and uh, uh, with the Wisconsin DNR, we're we're not comfortable giving you know a safe ice thickness mm-hmm. um, for people. But one thing they can do is you know they can check with local fishing clubs, uh, local sporting clubs in those lakes or areas that they are you know thinking about going out to. Um, check with them and see kind of where those ice thicknesses are if they're comfortable to get out there. And then for sure, yeah, you know, if you're going to be taking out a truck or a car or a heavy vehicle or, or any vehicle, ATV, snowmobile, UTV, um, those things obviously weigh a lot more than a person or a couple people. Um, so you're going to need more, more ice thickness to support those. And, you know, one thing to remember is that, you know, no matter what lake you're on, the ice is never the, the same thickness all the way through, especially if there, it's a flowage or there's some current under that or some springs that you don't know about. Um, so there could be ice that's, you know, two, three feet thick in one area, and a few feet away it might only be inches thick. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you, you kind of really got to know the water body, um, know what you're getting yourself into. Um, some other things we like to let people know is, you know, take some safety equipment with you. Never a bad idea to have a flotation device with you um, or wear a float coat. Um, there's a lot of snowmobiling mm-hmm. coats out there that are actually doubly designed to help float, you know, as flotation devices. Um you know, tell people where you're going when you're going to be back. Uh, bring a cell phone and keep it in a water, waterproof bag or container. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, even if you're in a shallow area and you and you go into your waist or something, um, a lot of people keep their phone in a pants pocket or something, and then it's going to get wet. So, um, not a bad idea to keep that dry and even bring a change of clothes with you. Yeah, the change of clothes because if you soak in wet, you got to get out of it. Yeah, you, know, you oh, absolutely. <clears throat> Hypothermia happens fast. Yeah, you mentioned a couple of things. Uh, you know, when if when you're going out ice fishing, in your bucket, mm-hmm. there, I, you, you said, you know, have a throwable, have, you know, this. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with having a good, and I'm not talking a six-foot piece. I'm talking have something that maybe 20 feet long piece of rope, you know, quarter-inch line uh, or something where you can throw to somebody. You never run up to a, somebody in the water to try to pull them out because you're going to be in the same hole with them. Correct, correct. Another another tip, too, is, you know, if for some reason you're by yourself or you break through and, you're, and the, your partner or somebody who's with you doesn't break through, um, you know, try to get out the way that you came in mm-hmm. because potentially that ice supported you to the point where you broke in. So try to get turned around, go back kind of the way you came. Um, another good thing to have on your person is a set of ice picks. Um, they're pretty inexpensive. Um, most Sports shops or fishing shops will have them. 
Um, base, base would come with a lanyard that you can kind of put around your neck so that they're ready or available or, mm-hmm. in a, you know, outside pocket on your, on your winter coat. Um, and those will help you kind of just pick into the ice and pull yourself out. Um, you know, they're just hand picks. You basically just hang on to them and, and pull yourself out. Um, uh, but yeah, agreed. You know, a, a long stretch of rope is always good to have. Um, and, uh, and just being prepared for the what if scenario, because it's, it's always a little bit risky getting out there on the ice. So yeah, I'd use a lot of caution. Yeah. I mean, and it's not saying that you can't have fun. We're just saying oh. do it safely. Exactly. We want people to have fun. We realize that ice fishing is a huge thing, um, especially in Wisconsin. And we realize that folks are coming from, from down south, from, from west. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, they're coming from all of the surrounding states to, to fish some of these awesome waters in Wisconsin. But, um, but yeah, definitely you can do it. You can do it responsibly and do it safely. Yeah. One, one of the things, everybody, we're speaking with Jacob. Um, who's the, well, I want to make sure I get the right title here, <laughs> you are the DNR Off-Highway Vehicle Administrator, but he's also taking care of ice fish, ice safety and stuff like that, too, this year. Yep, yep. But when we're talking about um, a, a kettle lake, a, a small pond, those will freeze mm-hmm. up faster. And they'll yeah, hold the ice. oftentimes they do. Right. Um, and, you know, especially something maybe that doesn't have a current right. under it, uh, water flow or... Um, or the thing you got to you got to be careful with is sometimes even those small those small lakes or small ponds may have a spring portion to them. Yes, where you kind of have that warmer groundwater coming out, um, and then so generally those don't uh, those don't freeze as thick. So yeah, but um, definitely use even more caution if you know that you're you know on a flowage mm-hmm. um, or a river. I mean, let's face it, there's some rivers that never ever completely 100% freeze over. Um, so those can be, you know, extremely dangerous. So, and then the other thing you want to remind people too, is, you know, travel at night, right? Um, whenever you're traveling at night, it's harder to see what that ice looks like. It's harder to see potential open patches of water. Um, and so especially if you're on a, on a faster machine, like say a snowmobile at night, um, it's, it's really a good idea to, um, really know that water body and know where you're going and kind of plan your route instead of just, deciding to hop on a machine and, and you know, zip it super fast across the lake. So um, always a good, good right. idea to plan the route out. And, and something I'm going to bring up, Jacob, is, mm-hmm. you know, I know I've got some friends that are snowmobile people, and, you mm-hmm. know, they go up to Wisconsin, up northern Wisconsin, their Eagle River, and they see those open spots on lakes and or on flowages, and they take their snowmobile, and they got to zip across that open water. Yep, yep. No, it's, uh, that is highly, highly discouraged. I mean, that's, you know, that can be extremely dangerous. I get it. We see people doing that, you know, on the, um, on the competitive side, but that's in a more controlled environment. Mm-hmm. But boy, if you're out, if you're out in the wild and you're just kind of doing it on your own, yep. I mean, just think about it. I mean, you could be in water well over your, over your head. Right. And are you prepared to, you know, be able to deal with that? So, right. Um, and every, every year, you know, it seems like every year we have a couple of people go through the ice. Um, um, thankfully, you know, most of them seem to be able to get out in time, but, um, and they end up with a good chill and nothing worse, but, uh, that's worst case scenario. Obviously we don't want to see anybody lose their lives. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fishing and the recreating is a blast, but none of it is worth losing your life for. So got to, got to use some good caution that way. And, and then along with that, you know, if they're getting out there on a machine, um, Remember that, that alcohol and, 
and riding these machines just don't mix. Um, save the celebration until you're done riding for the day. I yeah. guess that's the best way to say it, you know, because we all make better decisions that way, right? Mm, you got that right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> got that right. Yep, yep. <clears throat> now, the, uh, you know, so we, we talked about snowmobile safety. We talked about ATV. If you ha- if you're... You know, your vehicle, or whether it's ATV, uh, side-by-side, or a snowmobile, goes through the ice, unfortunately, because you were in thin ice or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's some consequences that come along with that, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, if you, if you put a machine through the ice, I mean, you're responsible to get that out. Um, and it's got to be in a timely, timely manner. Um, you know, I think generally we give folks about 30 days to get that machine out. And then technically, I mean, they could be cited, they could have a citation or a ticket issued uh, for every day that that machine is left in that water body because, well, you know, you think about it, it's got oil and gas and, yeah. and other pollutants in there that could potentially be leaking into the environment. So uh, we definitely want to get those machines out of there right away. And and I can tell you from firsthand experience dealing with some of these that, uh, boy, I tell you what, um, tow companies are very cautious to get out on the ice. Um, and sometimes there's some very, very specialized equipment um, to bring these machines out of water, especially if it's pretty deep or a long way from shore where they can't get a cable out to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there could be, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars in expense just to get that machine out, right. um, not to mention, you know, rescue attempts for the person, you know, if they're in some open water. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, even, like you said, even financially and, uh, and legally, there could, there could be some consequences for sure. Yeah. Now, I'm just going to review a couple of things real quick here. Always carry your cell phone in a plastic bag, waterproof, so that way, and, and tell people where you're going to go ice fishing, so you've got a plan at home. If you're not home, they know where to go out and try to find you. If there was a problem, you may have slipped, fall. Wear ice scrapers on your feet. Uh, that's oh, little yeah. cleats yep. on, <clears throat> on there. That's very important. Wear the proper clothing and equipment. Uh, life jacket, float coat, those are the things you said earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. Ice creepers, I just mentioned. A spud bar where you can smack that. And you don't just tap the ice. You hit the ice. You know, it's like... Exactly. I mean, if it, if it, if it supports that, that's a good sign. Yeah. That's the, yeah. That's, well, I could take another step. Um, yep. Yep. You mentioned the spikes on uh, around your neck to pull yourself out. You know, and don't travel in areas that you don't know at night. Always be safe. That is the Always be safe. Thing. Always be familiar with where you're going. Yep. And there's an ice safety webpage on the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resource website. And, uh, you know, like I said, I've talked to Jacob in the spring about ATV safety and stuff like that. And I, I know he was doing the ice thing, and I just had to get him back on. So, it, trust me, I know it's 53 degrees yesterday in Chicago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's gonna but get cold. I can cold. tell you, it's a lot colder up here. Oh, is it? You got ice yet? <laughs> you got ice growing? Oh, we got some ice growing. I mean, it was you know, and I'm in the uh, Triple Falls area, and it was uh, 26 degrees this morning. So, um, yep, we have some ice starting to form in certain areas for sure. That's cool, Jacob. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Okay. All right. Thanks, Chauncey. Good talking to you. Good. You're talk- listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey. We know the outdoors. Oh, gosh, this ice is thin. Life jackets worn, nobody mourns. Learn more at pleasewearit.com. 
a true outdoorsman and give a legacy gift of the outdoors to thousands of young sportsmen with the end-of-the-year tax-deductible charitable donation to the Illinois Conservation Foundation. It's a 501c3 not-for-profit that supports ecological, educational, and outdoor recreational programs for the benefit of the next generation of outdoor enthusiasts in Illinois now and for generations to come. Go to ilconservation.org and donate to the future outdoors of Illinois. Waterworks Marine, the largest Lund and low dealer in the Midwest, has those 2024 boats you have been waiting for today. And they're powered by a Mercury outboard. These are the boats that people are talking about, and Waterworks Marine has the largest selection of anywhere in the country at a price you want and, once again, powered by a Mercury outboard. Waterworks also has a few 2023 Lund and Low boats with a Mercury outboard, but they are being sold at rock-bottom prices. But you still have time to enjoy your fun-certified Waterworks boat, whether it's fishing, a fall color ride, or a day with friends. Let your boat from Waterworks Marine make the day special. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com. And stop in at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Chauncey here. A couple of weeks ago, I was really fortunate and held the new Tatula MQLT line of spinning reels that was just released by Daiwa. With new features like a one-piece monocote frame, an air drive shaft so you don't feel any friction when you reel, add to that and more, the Tatula MQLT line of reels has a gear ratio from either like 5.8 to 6.2. So you can fish it as slow as you want or you can fish it as fast as you want. Stop in at your favorite tackle shop that carries the full line of Daiwa and hold that Tatula MQLT reel. Trust me, you won't leave the store without one. Hello everyone, Chauncey here, and I highly recommend the newest Italian family restaurant in the western suburbs is now open to rave reviews. It's called GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. This is a true family restaurant with a menu of the freshest ingredients with attention to detail and creativity. GP Italiano invites you to join them for dinner out with your friends or even that special person. Or how about dinner with your family with special pricing just for kids for homemade pastas and pizza for only $8. You can't go wrong with that. You'll come back twice a week because the kids will want to come back. But with an appetizer, salad, homemade pastas, entrees, artisan, wood-fired pizzas, and more, oh, it is so good. Make your next dinner reservation or pick up to go at GP Italiano at 1 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. That's LaGrange Road and the train tracks right there in downtown LaGrange. Give them a call at 708-325-4590 and tell them Chauncey sent you. If you want to stay in the know on the latest outdoor news and information, go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and like us and become one of the sportsmen in the know with Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information on advertising and sponsorships, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. That's chaunceymedia at aol.com. 
This segment is being brought to you by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, where every boat sold is a fun certified boat. Hey, Smitty! Let's fish it! This is Kevin Van Dam, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. On the lake, so we're going fishing. With me is my best friend, Mike. We're hitting Lake Poygan for the trophy fight. Would I catch a perch? Hey, I guess so. I got some new jigs and a brand new Zebco. I loaded up the truck with all my new gear. Mike got the bait. I bought the beer. Sorrel. I got a nice pair of boots. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and we're just having a good old time here with the screwed up weather. We've been cold, hot, cold, hot, 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 cold, 50 degrees, maybe even touching 60 today. Who knows what the weather's going to be anymore? Uh, And it's just, all it's doing is keeping Lake Michigan open more for what I didn't grow up with, but our guest, Mr. Jim O'Neill... Grew up with winter fishing on Chicago Lakefront. Jim, how you doing? What's going on, Chauncey? How you doing today? And yeah, it is it is that time of year where I actually put more time on the Great Lake than any other time of the year. Yeah, I mean it is uh, un- unbelievable. When I was a kid, you fished for perch from May to uh, maybe September, and I remember. God, I'm going to date myself, Jimmy. There used to be a newspaper called the Chicago American. And in the newspaper, every day, there was a little paragraph column. In the spring, like starting in May, uh, it was Mr. Perch. And it was a fishing report for May, June, July, August, September. But when you got into March and April, it was Mr. Schmelt. (laughs) And, and, And now... You know, Mr. Smelt, even if he even if he was around, you know, I don't know if we'd have a job for him. No, I don't think we would. But that's the one job I always said. That's what I wanted to do in my life when I was a little kid. And needless to say, back many years later, I wound up writing the Tribune, Tribune Fishing Reports for seven years. And then what I found out, not to get off topic before we talk about the perch, yeah. but then to let the viewer, the listeners know about the Chauncey hotline I discovered over at the HQ over at Midwest Outdoors. Oh, no. <laughs> you found the commercials. Oh, we found the commercial, Chauncey. Oh, my God. I'm, yeah, well, th- those, will, those will surface someday in the future. <laughs> 100%. Hey, Jim. Uh, and Jim is also, you see him on Midwest Outdoors. He writes. He's on their show, the TV show. Uh, he's also doing a podcast with them and, and, and a lot of other things. So uh, he's a great, great source of information. But this whole perching thing. Now, you were out with your buddy. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, Mitch Cohen. Mitch Cohen. And everybody that you talk to, this is what, I, you know, I perch, you, you can't tell where they're going to be but everybody's down on the calumet river they're in indiana waters they're on the humps they're by the lighthouse they're fishing uh 87th street they're fishing 95th street you and your buddy you get in the boat and where do you go you're off downtown chicago oh yeah yeah and i mean we do we do move around a lot so i don't want people to hear this and just shoot down right, you know, downtown off Navy Pier and just, you know, think they're going to catch them right away because these perks, what we've learned over the last, you know, 10 years of really 
really chasing them on boats, um, and the enhancement of electronics over the last few years. Yeah. These fish move so much, and they are they care about two things and two things only. Um, they're going to follow the food, and they're going to find clean water. Yeah, food and clean water, because it's definitely not mating season for perch in no you know December. <laughs> no, but you, you'd think it is because these fish you know gorge themselves so much, and they already are developing those eggs. They're just mm-hmm. very small in them. Right. Um, but yeah, you know the females were catching and cutting up to have a nice little dent in. Mm-hmm. We're seeing the eggs starting to form, but the size the size of these have been unbelievable. Um, and we have been able to, we have been able to chase them down and find them. And, you know, you can be on a school for a couple minutes and then they can be completely gone a hundred yards further. That's true because it's in that movement where your electronics really pays off because otherwise, and even think about this folks, when we were, when I was a kid, not, you know, and you're fishing the shoreline in the, by the planetarium, you were waiting for the schools to swim by you before you would catch one or two. And they would swim by then the next guy and you'd, ca- you'd see him catch one and the next guy would catch one. And then you'd have to wait for another school to come by. Now, you know, with the electronics and the side views and the front views and the back views and God knows what other view, are you able to find these fish and sit on them and stay with them? Right. Yeah, and, and well, yes and no. You will find them, and you'll be able to continuously hunt them, but you might not be able to, quote-unquote, sit on them because, like I said, they really do. They will move. Um, they might not stop for a while. Like, we found schools where we'll take casts on them, and by the way, we are, I'll, I'll be, we've, had, we've been a little hush-hush about this for the last few years, but we only fish these fish artificial. Um. You know, we, we don't take the time with minnows. The major reason is this. There are so, so many perch right now, especially on the south end. Um, and it's awesome. It's awesome for the future. It's awesome for the fishery right now. But the issue is with it is you'll catch so many on the minnows. A, financially, you'll run through it. And I'm not saying don't do it. You know, mm-hmm. don't support our tackle shops. But the big fish, that's what we're hunting. You know, we're hunting the big perch. Um, and those come on a lot of artificials. You know, we're throwing blade baits. We're throwing drop shot, like for bass, uh, with plastics on it. We're throwing a bunch of different other things um, in order to make these perch hit. And the bait they want changes all the time, from a zip lure to a jigging spoon to a flutter spoon to a soft plastic. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Now, on, on my Facebook page, I've got a picture of you holding up two jumbo perch and then you've got your buddy what was his first name again mike mitch mitch Cohen. mitch mitch yeah. cohen you got a picture of him that you sent me that i also have on the facebook page he's got this perch in his hands that looks like you know he's been in training with the nfl and he's been taking steroids <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i sent you listen i sent you two pictures right yeah and i was real proud of my perch that we caught. And I mean, those are 14 plus inches in my hand mm-hmm. and they look small. They look like a common, they look like a common keeper perch, 10 to 11 inch, you know, mm-hmm. a nice small jumbo, but they're real jumbos at 14 quarter, 14 and a half, but next to a 16 incher that has shoulders and a stomach. Yeah. I mean, 
that fish looks like uh, a colored walleye. It does. It really does. It was like, oh my gosh, you know. Jurassic and, Park at Lake Michigan, you know. <laughs> I know, and I just keep I keep seeing pictures. You know, I thought that was going to be the most impressive fish of the year, and I think it still is at this point. But mm-hmm. guys are really catching them. You know, you mentioned earlier, so I'm not I'm not throwing out. I'm right. sure someone's going to be mad out there, but the Gary Light, you know, right now is on fire. I mentioned all the spots, yeah. Yeah, you know, you got to go miles out, you know, mm-hmm. and if that's what you want to do, then God bless you. Um, it's going to be cold. It might be a little wavy, but you're going to catch them. Those perch are definitely out there right now. Um, they have backed off my, our spot over at Navy Pier. Now, again, you know, that could change any day, mm-hmm. but we can't catch them there anymore. We're on a smaller class of fish right now over in, like, the Cal River. Yeah. Um, so, for me, it's probably going to be about trout time for the rest of the year before everything gets hardened up. But the perch fishing is just one of my absolute favorite things to do. You know, it um, it runs realistically. If you get on your boat, you can start finding them outside the break walls at the end of October if it's cool, if it's a cool month. Um, and they'll they they stay later and later now. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can bust up ice, or if the water if the water does stay open, you know, you can catch them all the way to the spring. The last two years, the guys have been doing it until mm-hmm. mid March. So, you know, whether it's you go ice fishing in one of the harbors downtown or you fish open water or you get you find a ramp and salt that ramp and get your boat out there, um, there are unbelievably tasting lake perch and a few potential lake and world records swimming out there um, right now on the south end no. in Chicago. The, the only thing is where do they go when it gets, you know, Boom. When it, they normally would start in the spring with us, you know, April right after smelt season, uh, if whatever you want to call it, season that they call smelt season. And, you know, where do they go? I mean, nobody seems to be able to find them. The DNR doesn't find them in their trawling nets. I mean, nobody finds these perch, but they're hiding somewhere. Well, I'll say this. What? They're with, like we talked about, the sonars, you know, forward facing sonar is game changing for every type of fishing across the board. Um, but that being said, it doesn't make you catch the fish, and you can overlook things. Because what I've found is when these perch are not feeding and they're not in big, giant schools, um, they lay in that mud as tight as possible, and they barely move. And um, they're doing that somewhere. You know, they're doing mm-hmm. that, I believe, somewhere between 50 and 120 feet of water. Um and I know that's a huge spectrum, but realistically, like you said, we kind of lose them. Same with yeah. smallmouth certain times of year. Same with, you know, different fish you kind of just lose. Um, you'll have some residential fish that will stay in the harbors and stay around structure like the seawalls. But these fish definitely go out, and that's how they're getting this unbelievable size because they find those huge schools in, around those thermoclines um, out in deeper water of alewives and shad and mm. shiners. Um and yeah, you know, eventually sonar is going to keep getting better and we're going to be able to find them. But like I was saying, um, when they lay in the mud like that, even with forward facing sonar, you can't see them. No. And the other thing is when you're pulling these perch out of deep water, you're going to find that their bladder is sticking out of their mouth or something. You need to learn how to, some people call it fizzing them. Some people just call it letting the air out of the bladder, but it's taking a hollow needle and you you're able to release that air that has been 
literally bloating out of them. Otherwise, you're just killing the fish. If you hook one up, take the hook out and throw it back in the water, he's never going to live, that fish. That's going to die because yep. it, can't get, it can't equate itself back to the deeper water. So you have to learn how to fizz that fish with there. And I go on YouTube and stuff like that if you want to learn how to do that. But if you're fishing deep, deep water perch, you need to learn how to do that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Learn how to fizz. It won't hurt, you know. It'll help you learn uh, how to take care of a fish, you know. Yeah. Fish care is huge for our future and for the next generation. Right. Um, so for bass, if you're catching them out of 20-plus feet of water, you know, um, trout. Uh, there's, there's quite a few things I've had to fizz in my life. There's also a new technique, you know, don't quote me, I don't know the science behind it mm-hmm. yet, where you don't have to fizz, and it's actually a weight that you clip the fish on, and yep. you send it down to the depth, and that's supposed to, they'll even it back out, they'll balance themselves. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're, tr- they're working on that technology. Best, best advice here is, you know, if you do find those big schools out that deep, um, they're probably going to be good, good-sized fish. Yeah. Well, uh, and if they're not, they're all going to be small. So if you catch one or two small ones in a row, you know, just move mm-hmm. and find that bigger fish. And once you do find those bigger fish, you know, don't be too picky on the sorting. You're going to catch nice fish, so just catch, just keep the 15 you catch. Yeah. They're all keepers, you know. They taste so good. <laughs> yeah, if you don't need any, if you don't need, if you don't want them, you know, I'll, uh, I'll even clean them. You yeah, know, just dump, dump them off at my house or mm-hmm. at the or at the office, you know? And, yeah. yeah. Give me a call. I'll come out with you and clean them too. Hey, Jim, uh, anything coming up at Midwest Outdoors before we end up here? You know, uh, like you said, I'm hosting the new Midwest Outdoors podcast. Make sure you guys check it out. It's on YouTube for the visual. It's an awesome blog. Um, and then we do have it audio, too, for those long drives. And we got a lot of exciting things, a lot of big guests coming up. You know, already this year we've had people like Jason Mitchell and Mike Iaconelli. Um, We're going to be at the shows this winter. A lot of the shows we'll see at the Chicagoland show, the Tinley Park show. This weekend, for any of the people listening up north or want to take a ride, we've got the Wisconsin Ice Fishing Show in Oshkosh. I'll be there. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a heck of a time. And just a lot of things um, for the Midwest Outdoors and myself coming up in the future. Mm-hmm. So we won't give up too many teasers, but 2024 is going to be an incredible year. And uh, I know you're going to be along for the ride for some of it, Sean. Yep. So We'll we'll be there. We'll we'll talk about more in the future for sure. Sounds good, my friend. Thanks for coming on, talking about perch fishing on Lake Michigan. Okay, anytime, boss. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Be a true outdoorsman and give a legacy gift of the outdoors to thousands of young sportsmen with the end-of-the-year tax-deductible charitable donation to the Illinois Conservation Foundation. It's a 501c3 not-for-profit that supports ecological, educational, and outdoor recreational programs for the benefit of the next generation of outdoor enthusiasts in Illinois now and for generations to come. Go to ilconservation.org and donate to the future outdoors Outdoors of Illinois. Waterworks Marine, the largest Lund and low dealer in the Midwest, has those 2024 boats you have been waiting for today. And they're powered by a Mercury outboard. These are the boats that people are talking about, and Waterworks Marine has the largest selection of anywhere in the country 
at a price you want and, once again, powered by a Mercury outboard. Waterworks also has a few 2023 Lund and Low boats with a Mercury outboard, but they are being sold at rock-bottom prices. But you still have time to enjoy your fun-certified Waterworks boat, whether it's fishing, a fall color ride, or a day with friends. Let your boat from Waterworks Marine make the day special. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com. And stop in at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Chauncey here. A couple of weeks ago, I was really fortunate and held the new Tatula MQLT line of spinning reels that was just released by Daiwa. With new features like a one-piece monocoat frame, an air drive shaft so you don't feel any friction when you reel, add to that and more, the Tatula MQLT line of reels has a gear ratio from either like 5.8 to 6.2 so you can fish it as slow as you want or you can fish it as fast as you want stop in at your favorite tackle shop that carries the full line of Daiwa and hold that Tatula MQLT reel trust me you won't leave the store without one Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. If you want to stay in the know on the latest outdoor news and information, go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors and like us and become one of the sportsmen in the know with Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook. Snowmobiling makes winter a special time. Snowmobilers care about the environment. They're firefighters, farmers, nurses, homemakers, teachers, and bankers. Snowmobilers are your neighbors and co-workers. They are good, respectful people who give to charities, plant trees, and help care for our fragile watershed areas. Snowmobilers are contributing citizens of your community who enjoy winter with an enthusiasm for nature, for life, and for the freedom that comes from it. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one Lund and Low dealer in the Midwest, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors, the magazine for the true Midwest sportsman, MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester at 31st and Wolf Road. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant or a restaurant just for you and that special person at 11 South LaGrange Road in LaGrange, Illinois. Go to info at gpitaliano.com, diamondghostcharters.com for the true salmon experience on Lake Michigan. Rend Lake Area Tourism at rendlake.com, a little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 
57. And by Daiwa, fishing reels, rods, and baits made of the highest quality and priced for everyone. I like big bucks and I cannot lie. You other hunters can't deny that when a buck walks past here, stand real fast. You want to pull up. It was a name to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. Guys, they'll even take shots at an itty bitty doe that still has spots, but I don't chew for venison meat. I'll shoot a cow if I want to eat. Yeah, my buck meat is tough like jerky, but I know it won't hurt me. So it might not be for cooking, but that mountain. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Hope you're having some fun this morning. (laughs) I'm having fun this morning. Still got a little bit of a cold, a little raspiness in the voice. As they they say, the raspiness in the voice. But let's uh, talk. First of all, we got to get the Aiden Fisher report. All right, I didn't get one here, and I just uh, was checking all my email, and he did send me one late last night. And he says, and this, by the way, sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills. Stop down there. Check out the 24 line of boats. Ooh, sweet boats they are. And, you know, if you're thinking about uh, Christmas gifts besides Waterworks Marine, let's not pass up our friends over at where? Diamond Ghost Charters. You can pick up a great gift certificate from Diamond Ghost Charters for a four, five-hour charter or a full-day charter. Just give Captain Tony a call there, you know, at diamondghostcharters.com. Check out the site. Give him a call. The phone number's all right there for you. You can't miss it. Check that out and check out our friends at Waterworks Marine. Now let's hear the Aiden Fisher Report sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine. Grandpa, we checked the Grand River in GR... Oh, that's Grand Rapids <laughs> in GR and found no one there. <laughs> okay. We took a trip to Grand Haven and saw one guy out on the pier, but he did not have any fish, and he said action was really, really slow. The old guys that I spoke to in the parking lot said that they were waiting for colder weather to set in for more fish to come up around the pier area and into the river. We're going to check Berrien Springs, and maybe we'll get a fishing report from you there for this weekend. I'm not sure because that's another ride that we have to get tell mom we're going to go to. P.S. Tell Santa I want a new bait casting reel. Hint, hint. See you soon. Love your fishing magician and hockey star, Aiden. <laughs> The Aiden Fishing Report is brought to you by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Hey, you know, we should start a new segment here called The Day in the Life of a Conservation Officer. Michigan DNR report here. Hoping to partake in the opening day of firearm deer hunting season, uh, an officer saw three men now facing multiple charges after a Michigan DNR officer located cocaine and illegal firearms in two separate vehicles north of Atlanta in Montgomery County, Michigan. Sergeant Mike Mishar, I hope I'm saying that, uh, Officer Mike, was patrolling on County Road 622 near Rouse Road when he passed a slow-moving vehicle with the windered Winder? Window down, occupied by two men wearing orange hunter outfits. The driver of the vehicle stopped to talk to the officer who noticed the passenger placing something under the seat. Dr. Officer Mike asked the passenger to step out of the vehicle, and when he did, a bag of cocaine fell to the ground. Ay, ay, ay. 
While the officer was addressing the violation, a second vehicle arrived, driven by the officer of a passenger in the first vehicle. Uh, Officer Dan, uh, another conservation officer, arrived to assist. Both officers suspected the father in the second car was driving under the influence of alcohol. They ran a sobriety test. He failed. Concealed. They found a concealed pistol, license certificate, and the man was also carrying a loaded pistol, which is illegal when you're intoxicated by drugs or alcohol. <laughs> These two cars must have had a bad day. <laughs> Officers obtained probable cause to search both vehicles and located additional cocaine in the first vehicle, along with three rifles, a second pistol, and a rifle were all found in the father's vehicle. I would say these guys had a bad day. They were all arrested, and they got a, a little stay at the Alpena County Jail after your arraignments are all pending, so that'll be a good one. <laughs> I would love to be in the courtroom on this one. This would be this is one of those priceless days in the life of a conservation officer. Okay, let's talk about a couple of other things. First of all, perch fishing in Chicago. You just heard Jim talking all about it. There's a lot of it going on around there. Some guys are doing well, some guys aren't, and ladies, you're also out there catching them. So, you know, think of it. Get out there, use minnows, perch flies. A lot of different things are going to work right now. Uh, They're holding tight to the bottom. Remember that. But, you know, crappie rigs also do work and take fish. Up at Waukegan, we're seeing a little bit of perch action. Nothing to really get excited of. And the Indiana waters, they're working in 50 to 60 feet of water uh, in boats. When you're pulling those fish out from deep water, you have to be careful. Remember, we talked about that with Jim, how you have to fizz the fish or get them back down deeper water so their air bladder doesn't come out of their mouths. And you basically you're killing the fish when you think you're releasing them, so don't do that. Our good buddy uh, Ken Husker O'Malley, yes, 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 Mr. Kenny. Uh, He's one of the pro staffers at Waterworks Marina and with Chauncey's Great Outdoors. He said with the on and off, rain, no rain, warm up, cold, uh, he says things are really weird. He said the little bit of ice he found in some backwater areas is gone almost that same day. Uh, So it's going to be interesting for the next couple. He says you could still go with live bait and catch some nice fish. On the Chain of Lakes, they're picking up some uh, walleye. Polar Apollas, and they're doing it in, you know, a wide variety of depths. I mean, I've gotten reports from people fishing two feet of water and people fishing deeper water. So you tell me, but it seems like the fish are scattered everywhere if they're doing that. Out on the Fox River, my key is to fish the warm water discharges around any of the municipalities on the Fox River. Uh, these warm water discharges are holding fish like you wouldn't believe, and that's where you, sometimes you have to fish just out of them. Sometimes you have to fish in the warm water. But my favorite is you can see the clear water from the discharge and the muddier water from the river. Fish that line because the fish will dart in and out from the darker water to the cleaner water and back and forth to get a, a looking for lunch. That's a very key place to try, and I think you're going to catch a lot of fish if you do that. Uh, McHenry Dam, I heard, was okay, uh, but, you know, haven't heard much from that area. Uh, Lake Geneva, one of my buddies, Robert, he was up there fishing. He said, Chance, it's a night troll, and it's cold. <laughs> a night troll, and it's cold. And uh, he said that he was, you know, dragging some baits anywhere between 8 and 20 feet of water, and he was getting some success in those locations. That's pretty good. Uh, my buddy uh, Derek, up in, he took a ride. He lives in that Berlin area, so he took a ride over to Green Lake, and he said, you know, that 
it's just it's going to take a long time for this lake to freeze. So if you want to get out there, you can find some fish, um, but there don't walk on any ice around Green Lake. It's not safe at all, and especially in those little backwater areas because this is such a deep. It's over 200 feet this lake, and it's just a be you got to be careful out there. All right, uh, if you want to try hard water, you better find smaller ponds, chance, uh, and that's what you're really going to have to do. If you do, you should be okay. Uh, remember. Two inches and more is his preference, not mine. Anything under four in a glass covered in beautiful amber liquid are the places for me. But he was fishing up there around Green Lake. Kankakee River, uh, swamp, smallies and walleye. Smallies and walleye. Boy, I'm telling you, this cold is getting to me. <laughs> Smallmouth and walleye are doing fair, I would say, according to about the four reports that I got there. It might stain the water a little bit if we get some rain coming this weekend, but that's going to be okay. Uh, the smallmouth is still like a crankbait, uh, but when you work it, stop it. I mean, just let it stop. Count one, two, three, four, five, and kick it back into gear. Because when it, you get that stop to back into gear, that's when those smallies are going to smack that thing like a freight train. That's an important thing to remember. Snagging season is still open in uh Illinois to the end of the month, but really it's pretty much over. I'm not even going to tell you where all the spots are to go try, because uh, I haven't gotten anybody who's trying uh, giving me a report for those locations. <laughs> Northern Wisconsin, that seems to be the place to be. We're getting reports of ice anywhere between one inch and four inches in a lot of different areas. Uh, up in Hayward, Wisconsin, Monaco area, they're all catching, you know, going through the ice. Four to six inches in the Monaco area is a real good sign. Uh, pike are very active. Active tip ups with a nice big fat golden roach. Mm, mm, mm. That's all you need to go out there with. Uh, bluegills are also doing quite well there. This is a good time of the year. You get that first ice, they're going to be all over the place out there. So that's a good, good sign to try that. You don't, let's not pass that up. Uh, so, Benton Harbor, we got a report that there was an 11 pound steelhead that was caught. I don't know how much bigger than that, but it was an 11-pound-plus steelhead that was caught and uh, by the St. Joe Pier. I'm going to have to tell Aiden that's where he's going to need to go and get me a report. <laughs> so these are all the locations that are out there. Wolf River, Wisconsin, no reports from there. I apologize, everyone. Somebody asked me, says, what's going on up there? I, they should be active, but I have gotten any reports. I'll have to call my buddies up in the Wolf River area and see what they know or what they want to try to us. But if you're fishing any of the perch in the Lake Michigan waters, whether it's Michigan City in a boat, anywhere, and you're pulling them from over 20 feet deep, you remember learn, go online, get that, like we talked in the interview with Jim, learn how to fizz the baits, get that air bubble down, because if you just release it, they're just going to die. So please do the right thing. And I like to leave with a uh, Native American proverb, because the flute's playing, everybody. And this one comes from my friend Apun Suleimajwat. It says, kindness is like snow. It beautifies everything it covers. That's a nice one, Apun Sui. Kindness is like snow. It beautifies everything it covers. For my friend Apensui Majoat. Hey, please remember, we don't own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish we catch, the cold that I'm passing around. <laughs> We're borrowing it all from our children's children's children. We'll see you next week right here on your favorite Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Take care, everybody.